Everybody, welcome to the sports, sports, sports podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. What's going on, guys? Oh, not nice. a whole lot. Just you know, talking about sports. Yeah, not me because I'm the sports outsider. Yep, not yeah. talking about sports at all. Yeah, I'm trying to divert the subject. <laughs> you, do. you know, I think Joel actually does that more than you ultimately. Well, Joel is a walking Jordan. divert the subject. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's kind of no, like you're Joel's right. like, we're going to talk about what I want to talk about. But let's not call out how the premise of our podcast is a completely inherently flawed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It should be Phil's called the, the Sports Non Sports Random tangent. Guy Podcast. <laughs> we, missed, we missed last week. Yep. Yep. But we're back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, last week there was a lot of scheduling conflict. Yep. We had. So much Preakness coverage that just is not going to see the light of day now. Yeah. Oh, it's real yeah. sad. I yeah. guess that's true. But it, it gave us a chance mm. to kind of reflect on the Kentucky Derby. It I did. Thought. Yeah, which I think is really healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately <laughs> for the get... listeners at home, I think we're done reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. We got nothing We got nothing left. But we have an excellent show today. Oh, yeah. We absolutely do. Oh, yeah. uh, one Vincenzo Gambino is going to yeah. be in the show. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this is. Oh, I have an idea what this is about. This is yeah. about the Supreme Court legalizing gambling. Yeah, so... That seemed racist. <laughs> Why? You assume based on Vincenzo Gambino's name that... Well, I, I'm a, I, don't, I don't think he's an athlete. I don't know. No. We'll uh, have to meet him and find out. Vincenzo I, I think, Gambino is simply an enterprising entrepreneur. Oh, right, he's definitely a mobster. No, you're right. He's, it says here on his sheet Joseph. he's a pillar of the community. Okay, yeah. yeah. So now definitely a mobster. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's, he's apparently the, the first guy to sign up for these new sports betting licenses in New Jersey. All right. Yeah. Uh, they were the ones who brought the lawsuit. I yeah, think. they brought the lawsuit. Uh, so, so he's first guy through the door, I guess, and he's going to tell us a little bit about how he imagines the new uh, sports gambling industry sort of blossoming. Well, that's, that sounds great. That yeah. sounds great because it's yeah. one of those things. I think it's like legalized marijuana, where you're taking it away from you know the the dark corners. You yeah, know? yeah. Now so it's going to be something that's in the light of day. It'll be you know, taxed. The government uh, will know about right. it. You can just go on ease.com and you can order yeah. a sports bet, and it's at your door in 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. So Vincenzo, I think it says here his nickname is the Kneecaps. So maybe he used Vincenzo to be the kneecaps. That's yeah. odd. That's Vincenzo odd. The kneecaps. Yeah, maybe oh. he used to be like an orthopedic surgeon or something. I don't uh, know. If in the mobster world, kneecaps only mean one yeah. thing. I don't know why we keep assuming he's a mobster guy. I don't know because Gambino know. is a very famous crime family last name. Also, the New a Jersey Italian name. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Sports so betting, anyway, no. he's going to tell us about his new business. Let's not make any strong assumptions. It's probably going to be a lot of. Dry talk about oh handicappers, you know, and, yeah, yeah, and and you know, and how he's gonna you know structure this to keep revenues flowing. Well, I'm not allowed to be in the same room as a member of the mob. I've been in the witness protection program for five seasons of the Sports 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 podcast, so I'm gonna have to go out and get some linguini. All right, well, oh, hey, that's right, wait a second, should we have been recording this podcast? Maybe not. Well, Phil Rance yeah. is not my real name. Hey, could no, you uh, pick up garlic bread when you get that? Yeah, totally. All right, yeah, and like yeah. the marinara for Duncan? No, not marinara. Marinara? I'll get the other stuff. No, oh. you pushed me one item too far. <laughs> no, he he wants a more authentic sauce for dunking his garlic bread into, like ranch. Yeah, ranch. Hey, oh, okay. That's the yeah, Midwestern marinara. Yeah, can I have a cup of <laughs> <laughs> Midwestern marinara? 
Uh, and we got a wide world of weird sports. Goddamn right we do. And news, news, news. But first, Chicago Cubs update, watch, update. A Chicago Cubs update, watch, update. Brought to you by Pure Lard. Hey, why don't you cook this thing in Pure Lard instead of using something less lardy? Fan troll Chicago Cubs reliever, semicolon, Chicago Cubs troll fan back. Ooh. Subheadline. Fan completely unprepared for backlash from the team he loves. <laughs> Shouldn't have trolled. This past Saturday, Cubs reliever Carl Edwards. Let me try it again. This past Saturday, Cubs reliever Carl Edwards Jr. had an uncharacteristically bad day. Yeah, you're right, he did. It was the top of the eighth inning. The Cubs were beating Crosstown rival, in air quotes, <laughs> the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Eight to one, they're winning. The fans were presumably fat, drunk, happy and beginning to crave more of the things that made them fat and drunk in the first place. Yep. And then Baseball the, do that to you. Yeah. So the Cubs brought in reliever Carl Edwards Jr., who coming into that appearance had a higher whip than ERA in a good way. Yeah. Both were under one. His ERA was .53 entering yeah. the day, and his whip was .88. He was outstanding. The but, Lord Palmerstons were why very do you happy. Keep saying was Joel has him on his fantasy team and he had a bad day. <laughs> ah. It's not he's still a good pitcher. Yeah, he lasted, but he didn't have it that day. He lasted two thirds of an inning, giving up a single, double, and then a three run home run. Oh wow! Reliever Mike Montgomery got the final out of the inning, and the Cubs would go on to win eight to four. Oh, that's not bad. They're up. Eight to one. They bring yeah. a reliever. Reliever has a bad day. Gives up three runs. They win eight to four. Sure. However, one fan on Twitter was so enraged by Carl Edwards Jr.'s poor performance that he did literally the only thing he could do: yell on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing any of us could do anymore. Uh, Kevin Cooney at Coon Dog eighty four forty two, whose profile photo appears to be a senior picture, <laughs> tweeted at the Cubs. For the love of God, please send Carl's Ed- Carl Edwards Jr. back to Iowa. Hmm. For, for context, Iowa is the Cubs' AAA affiliate. I see. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr. is originally from South Carolina, so it's not like saying get oh. back to right. where you're from. Yeah. Uh, an hour later, when Coondog checked out his notification to see how many other people had retweeted his analysis, sure, he found the Chicago Cubs had weighed in. Uh-oh. Uh, Chicago Cubs. This is at Cubs. Carl Edwards Jr. went 14 straight outings without allowing a run and has only allowed runs in two outings this season. We look forward to the deletion of your tweet. Nerd! Nerd! The Cubs are nerds. I'm going to use math to try to get you, nerd. (laughs) You win arguments on the internet with the best insult. You got to slay. Oh, is that how it goes on the internet? Yeah. In, in flame wars, are you? Are you? Were you? A, have you ever been a troop in a flame war? Are oh, you a yeah. combatant in a oh, flame god, war? Oh god, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know what's the best thing to do what? is when somebody makes a really good point. You do the uh, you do the laughing thing on Facebook. You do the oh. little ha ha thing to show how dumb they are that you're laughing at their point. Well, the one thing is when you when you're in an argument with someone, if you just start laughing at something they're saying, yeah. it enrages the other person because oh, yeah. there's nothing they can do to stop you right. from just laughing. That's the dream, yeah. Yeah, you just makes them feel small. <laughs> Which is uh, my goal in life. Uh oh, do you ever have like 
flashbacks to your flame wars when you're like yeah like ptsd oh, yeah, sort of once thing. in a while i'm just like no if you hear like the like tap shoes do you think of keys clicking and then you just kind of like yeah uh, I, I need a monster energy drink you're walking down the street you hear someone go hey this really sucks and you're like suck suck sucks no Although I'm glad your flashbacks, I still have Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Oh, as, yeah. as the, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like all Vietnam Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, so after publicly being uh, taken to task by his favorite team, Kevin Cooney deleted his entire account. Oh! Good. 40 minutes later, the Cubs tweeted a screenshot of Twitter's sorry that page doesn't exist anymore message with the caption, also works. <laughs> Whoa. Guess uh, who got sent back to AAA? But the AAA of social media. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Cooney's been deno- demoted to MySpace. I was going to say, what is the minor leagues of Twitter, Phil? Uh, what would be, if, if Twitter's the minor leagues, what's the minor? Yeah, if Twitter's the majors, what's the minors? Twitter itself is is only the best. Right, exactly. <laughs> Twitter is all the greatest people. You have to work your way up. Right. These. I don't know, maybe Tumblr? <laughs> Maybe Tumblr is the... No, I don't know about that. There's no. no good Tumblr accounts anymore. All the good ones have long stopped posting. Now it's full of Benedict Cumberbatch fan pages. Were You're looking ever, at the wrong what, what Tumblrs. Was, what was yeah. ever on Tumblr? A lot of pornography. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I can get behind that. But. Uh, now, in general, I think we can get behind the idea of a team calling out a fan for being adult. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, in this case, like egregiously so. Like, how do you not well, know who the well, second best reliever in your team is? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He didn't swear. Yep. He didn't say anything that inflammatory. He just said, "For the love of God, please send him back to Iowa." Oh, I beg to differ. He did say something inflammatory. Not that inflammatory. In in the realm of internet thing, in the number of things that are tweeted at the Cubs in any given day, sure. right. do you think this is even in the top ten percent? No. Of but that's the thing. I would much rather somebody tweet at the Cubs. With lots of awful curse words, but but not like a completely asinine observation about thing. baseball. I, here's the thing. I think the Cubs are cyberbullying. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the, okay, the kid does not have a lot of followers. He is clearly in high school and yeah. did not say anything that bad. Right. Kid, kid's did, learning an important lesson. <laughs> right, but I think this is, you know, using a crane to crush a fly. This well, is a little. This is may have been an overreaction on the part of the Cubs. Yeah, he, I think, he could have DM'd him. Who is this? Who is this? Who is who is running the Cubs Twitter account that is engaging with teens? I got who it. are bad mouthing the Cubs okay, on Twitter. It's the high school bully that's running the account. <laughs> he just really wanted to stick it to the First nerd. Oh, uh, Kevin Cooney, <laughs> you're gonna hate the fact that I got the Cubs social media internship. Hey, Goody Cooney, why don't you delete your account? <laughs> that's that's a good thing though. Kevin Cooney's lucky because at an impressionable age, he's removed himself from social media. This is going to be so much better. He's going to be like a well-adjusted 27-year-old because of this. Joel, delete your account. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Bay Area sports anchor resigns over stealing jacket. What? Uh, Subheadline. And KGOTV had just started beating KTVU in the ratings at 11. Oh. Oh. Don't ruin that for me. I wanted to read the book. Oh. <laughs> uh, former San Francisco 49ers wide receiver Mike Schumann has been a presence of KGOTV for nearly a quarter century. He won the Super Bowl with the 49ers in 1981 
and is a member of the Florida State Seminoles Hall of Fame. Nice. However, he recently resigned from the sports desk at his station after stealing a jacket belonging to Golden State Warriors Director of Team Security, Ralph Walker, the Bay Area TV station announced over the weekend. Well, they're not paying him enough then. If he has to steal jackets. (laughs) Also, I mean, if you can steal the jacket, I mean, if you feel like if you can steal anything off of a guy who's a head of security, you just get to keep it, right? Yeah. (laughs) It seems like... Yeah, the head of security. Yeah, it's like thieves' rules. Right. Well, yeah. well, you stole it from me. The head of security. It's yours. Yeah. yeah, like, or or couldn't he have at some point acted like, ah, this was a test. You, you're yeah, a bad exactly. security guy. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. Is not this is hard on you. To pass off, right. Really. You can really easily turn that around. Now this is an indictment of the head of security. Yeah, yeah. he needs to watch more Trailer Park Boys. They do that all the time. <laughs> other than other he than just whenever cops trying to arrest Ricky, then he's like, cops are fucking dumb. Watch. Oh, yeah, sorry, police officer. We're just testing this for you. You're doing a real shitty job. They are, do that. Are you that recapping show. a Netflix show on our podcast? Uh, well, it was a CBC show for yeah. the first oh, seven seasons. Then okay. it became a Netflix show. So, yeah. Uh, during <laughs> Golden State's first round series against the San Antonio Spurs late last month, The Athletic reported that Schumann allegedly walked off with the jacket after a practice at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. Yikes. Walker also serves as the Warriors star... Stefan Curry's personal bodyguard. Oh, okay. All He's right. your star player. Yeah. Joel, you can go ahead and talk right into the mic. You don't you, you don't things. you don't want to steal the jacket of the star player's personal bodyguard. That's true. Also, there is video of the incident. So this is not a oh it, it could have been. Oh, there's circumstantial evidence and we'll get a podcast about it. Yeah. No, this is open and shut. It was after a practice. He walks up. He grabs a jacket. He takes There's it. There's too many video cameras these did days. Did he think it was Steph Curry's jacket? Why did he steal this guy's jacket? Well, okay, look. Okay. Schumann has, on multiple occasions, had discussions with his wife about complaining about being cold in arenas. Oh, yeah. Okay. But he never thought it would cost him his job. <laughs> yeah. He really didn't. Right. I'm always so cold in these arenas when I travel with you. Listen, babe, we'll go get you a jacket. One second. Right. So this is her fault. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, according to The Athletic, multiple Warriors players would not, quote, brush this incident aside. They told observers they were concerned an apology wasn't enough and, quote, wondered what would be the consequence if a media member of color had been caught stealing a team employee's property. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah. So they were kind of coming out saying, like, look, don't let this guy walk. Yeah, you know this is this is serious, and it and it and it Poor is. Guy is being discriminated against because he's white. <laughs> Joel, we are not going down that road. <laughs> so here's the thing, Schumann. Maybe he thought it was okay because he was a fellow athlete, played sure, in the NFL. Sure. Yeah, maybe he thought, oh, I'm an athlete. You guys are athletes. I'm just going to take this jacket. You get accustomed to getting family. free jackets, and then you just think all jackets are free. Well, see, that's where it's, that's where the story kind of falls apart because he played in the late '70s, early '80s when team swag was not given out like oh, it is today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because now you can manufacture things in China for super cheap. Back then, you those, had to make it American. It was expensive. Yeah, and those football players in the 70s were just chattels. They were just yeah. horribly. Yeah. They didn't even get paid that much while they were beating themselves into brain damage. They had to pay the team for towels and water. Yeah. Uh, two weeks later, after the event, uh, Mike Schumann, or, yeah, Schumann here, resigned, tacitly referring to the incident in his resignation letter. Quote, it is with sadness that I announced that the ABC7 News and I have decided to amicably part ways after 24 years together. Not that amicably. I regret 
Oh, I regret any embarrassment I have caused the station. But in fairness, Teddy Sanders at KTVU has been stealing my home run call for years. There we go. Wow. Just desserts. Uh, Schumann thanked his KGO-TV colleagues and the station's viewers, writing, I have nothing but great memories working here and covering four World Series, three Super Bowls, three NBA championship runs, a Stanley Cup, and two U.S. Opens. His statement included no public apology to the Warriors, which he told reporters was unnecessary because I'm a white guy and I returned the jacket. <laughs> right? See? That's... It's a sad day in America when white men can't steal stuff and just get away with it. Are we really going to go out on that? <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast uh, is one Vincenzo Gambino. Uh, you, a- you could just call me uh, Vinny the Kneecaps. I'm sorry, You don't what? have to call me by my full name. Just call me Vinny the Kneecaps. That's what everybody else calls me. Vinny, Vinny oh, the yeah. Kneecaps. Vinny oh, the... and is that because you used to be uh, like some sort of doctor or physical trainer? No, no. It's because I hit people in the kneecaps when they don't pay money. I think I beat them in the kneecaps with bats <laughs> and crowbars. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so it's exactly what no, you No, I'm a before. member of organized crime, or I used to be. I used oh, to be a member of organized oh, well, crime. I'm glad that it's one of those things where you kind of saw the light and are like, you know what? This is not the way for me. I need to become a productive member of society. No, I'm going to pay my no, dues. No, I'm gonna... that's not what happened. They legalized it. What? See, I ran the gambling side of the Gambino family. Okay. And me, Vinny the Kneecaps. Now I'm Scott Clear. I can still run it, but now it's perfectly legal. Well, well Supreme Court made it legal. In, in the kneecaps. Oh, Joel, I don't think you understand what just happened. Okay. Gambling is legal. You can do all the sports betting you want. So I well, know. Sure, yeah, but I understand you. You got a, an application to be one of the first. Oh yeah, I'm the first one. Yeah. So you better believe business is booming and Vinny the kneecaps is business. Uh, hey, are there a right. lot of other people lining up behind you to also get their permits? No, I'm sure there are. But you know what? I got first movers advantage. Yeah. That's valuable in the business world. Everybody knows. Go to Vinny the kneecaps if you want to get your bets. <laughs> So what has been what has been the most difficult part of this transition period where now it's legal and you gotta you gotta take what was an illegal operation and legitimize it? You know what? You don't really have to do that much different. Really? I mean, this is the thing. Instead of keeping uh, instead of keeping all of my records just on a piece of paper in my office, I now use QuickBooks because that makes uh, reporting and taxes easier. Right. That's that's really okay, nice. Yeah. Other than that, it's pretty much exactly the same, right? Let me uh, walk you through the workflow of how it does, right? Okay, yeah. Somebody let's... comes to you. They say, hey, I want to put uh, $100 on the bears. And I go, that's stupid. But then I take the money anyways. I give them a little receipt, a little piece of paper, right? Okay. Yep. Bears lose, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I go to them and I say, where's my money? Right. right. You got to pay juice if you, gotta you lose. You got to pay the juice. You got to oh, pay the juice if you, you lose. I mean, I feel like if it's legit sports betting, they're going to pay up front, right? Oh, they can't always pay up front. Some of them are gambling addicts. <laughs> The gambling addicts, they don't just have the money well, to pay also, up like front. bookies, that's how bookies, they don't necessarily, don't, yeah. they don't have the house edge. Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. So if you lose, you pay the bet that you made, and then you generally pay an additional 10%. Eggs, see, Jordan that's understands that he's a, he's a degenerate. <laughs> my, dad had a, my dad had a friend who was very into uh, illegal gambling. Okay. Yeah, well, now and it's legal was, gambling. Yeah. And now it's, yeah. yeah, now it's just legal so, gambling. But you're, still right. gonna, but you're still going to charge juice. Oh, still got to charge okay, juice. Yeah. You say, where's my money? And then that's, they go, uh, hey, I'll have it for you next week. And then you go... All right, you better have it next week. You go back next week. You say, where's my money with points? What? Uh, how many points? Uh, I can vary depending on how much money I need that week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe 150 points. I don't know. That's a I lot mean, of points. It Benny. might be. Sports gambling might be legal now, but yeah. usury certainly isn't. I like don't know what that word is, but I assume the Supreme Court made it fine. That <laughs> makes sense. Really? All right, so you go back and you say, all right, it was $100 and that was $250. Where's my money? Yeah, see, that interest rate obviously vastly No, and then they go, well, I have $100. And oh, I say, that's, that's not what it is anymore. It's $250. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a 150% interest rate. Yeah, you don't rate. understand. It's legal now. Sports betting is legal now. On a now. weekly basis, which now, means hey, that Hey, Joel, sports betting's legal now. That's an APR of like 5000 You're talking over me? I'm sorry. So let's say, over. But let's it's, say it's you want $250. Yeah. He's like, I don't have it. I have 100 He gives you the 100 What happens next? Right. Uh, he brings out the 100 Then you say, hey, you still owe me 150 Right. Then he generally goes, I'll get it to you next week. And I said, I already gave you a week. Then you clock him on the head with your cell phone. That's that's definitely not legal. Yeah. Sometimes it smashes the screen and leaves little bits in his skull. That's that's super not legal. It that's is. Sports betting's legal now. I mean... Oh, well, but just the betting part. No, this is all part of sports betting. No, it's not necessarily. No, all part it of is. It's all part of sports betting. That's how sports betting works. I think, I think I know what will take care of this, if you'll yeah. allow me. Yeah. Now, I know you think you can continue to do these things, but what yeah. if there are other people that run sports gambling operations in which if a person loses yeah. and they, you know, they don't get their, say, face clocked in with a cell phone, they don't get their kneecaps busted. Yeah, good then, luck. Then do you think? Then do you think maybe that you will actually be taken out of business by no. the invisible hand of the market? They're gonna, all no, these legitimate no, no. sports. They're going to get taken out of the market because they're not going to have any money. Nobody's going to pay them if they don't have to. Well, they might not. Wait, charge you think juice. I pay my mortgage? You don't pay your mortgage? No, of course I don't pay my mortgage. When the mortgage collector comes, I just go, "You get out of here! I'll bust your skull." You better believe they don't come back. Uh, I mean, that's, that's all right, but still continuing on to You're my sports betting people. narrative. And now he owes mortgages, me a, so that's, now, that's got nothing now to do with sports betting. He, well, I didn't do anything illegal. I didn't actually clock him in the skull. He just stopped asking me for the money. <laughs> so I come back the next week. He owes me 150. He says, "Well, I've got another 100." And I say, "That's not what I said. I said 150." He goes, "I got 100." So you know what I do next? I've already clocked him in the skull. Clearly, the message didn't get across. I say that I kidnapped your daughter, your sweet little six-year-old daughter. Oh, God. And I can start cutting off her fingers if he doesn't pay me my money. And he goes, come on, it's only $50. And I say, well, should have thought of that. I'm a little confused. With more still. points. Yeah, I was about to say, if it goes yeah. from 100 to 250 in the first week. Oh, now it it's just now it's 350. Stays no, at, now okay, it's 350, yeah. yeah. Okay, now, now I'm going to come in on the side of Joel and yep. say, now I'm thinking what you're doing, again, is very legal. And I think you're going to get in trouble what, for it. What, sports gambling? No. The yeah. kidnapping of someone's daughter. Oh, no, no. That's sports gambling. Uh, now, now, Vinny, uh, now see if you can follow me here. All right. <laughs> there are some people for whom the, the sports gambling yeah. specifically is just the part where you put down some money and try to guess what happens in an <laughs> upcoming sporting event. Yeah. Just try to guess what's in the sporting event without cracking any skulls or kidnapping yeah, no, any daughters. I mean, that's ridiculous. Nobody's gonna pay. I know that you think you're being facetious. Then right there's now, no Vinny. fun in it. There's I mean, no where's the fun in that. Huh? Nobody's getting rich off that. You get rich off of the idiots who don't pay. Again, and that's in, how you in, get rich. There's profit taking from from the sports betting. Can you, I please finish oh, my workflow? Sorry, sorry. Please. I didn't, didn't realize we hadn't come to the end of that. Yeah, okay. Just, so we, we stopped you when we got to something illegal. So guy only he only has $100. At this point, he still owes you another what? 250, something like that. 
I forget. It really keeps adding up. At yeah, this I'll point. have to yeah. check my QuickBooks, but I think it's another two fifty, <laughs> right? So you kidnap his daughter, you cut off the pinky, and then you send it to him in a little box. You say that's your warning. I'll be back two, in a week. Two twenty-five would be the yep. same juice. All right, two twenty-five. There we go. I need to have my calculator. I don't have it in front of me. All right. Yeah. So you come back the following week. He says, "Please let me have my daughter back." Right. Right. And I say, "Hey, it's sports betting." Come on. You knew what you were getting into. You knew what you were Why'd getting into. Why'd you pick the Bears? Yeah, exactly. And then I say, all right, where's my $500? He said, 500 I just have your th- your 225 <laughs> I went, oh, points. No, because it'd be. I I'm mean, like Chris Hardwick in At Midnight. Points. It points. Would, it's 225 would make it 375 Nah, you, a, he paid the interest compounds. So 275 Nah, I had to pay interest on the. That, yeah. I had to feed his daughter something. Had to pay back for all those meals. You, you charge him for the food that you give to his well, daughter? Of course. I'm going to expense it on my business accounts. I'm a legitimate business now. <laughs> I got to write it off on my taxes. I would, uh, you presumably have a lawyer, right, Vinny? Oh, yeah. I presume, I, I have a lawyer. I'm going to suggest that you run all of this His by name is him. Greasy Jake. I'm going to suggest that you find another legitimate lawyer. No, Greasy Jake's legitimate. <laughs> run, He's gotten me off for a bunch of stuff. I think you need a lawyer that doesn't buyer. have a nickname. What? Just a regular lawyer. Look, after everything I've done in my life, I've only done a nickel the entire time. Really? Because of Greasy Jake. You know what? Maybe maybe you should Greasy keep Jake's Greasy Jake's a great guy. Yeah, but so, so just as a talk to him about lawyer, this. Yeah. But as a, like, you know, a, a business advisor, right? maybe not Greasy Jake. Maybe, maybe you want to find someone who can actually break down for you why what you're doing will still be breaking the law. Can I please finish my workflow you're narrative? You're not done with in, your in, workflow? I think it's not. I'm still, we're talking about sports gambling. Okay, but I take do my this business. down in-house counsel. That's what Joel yeah, is suggesting right. you get, an in-house counsel. Well, all I'm saying is at this point, right, Okay. initial bet of $100, right. they lose. I've made like 500, 600 bucks here. Yeah. It's a good business. It's a good legal business. That is a really yeah, good. A, that's yeah, a good return. Look at those margins. Look at you, those you margins. You can't argue with it. Yeah, I, I lose. I have to pay out $100. No big deal. I win. I might get $600 and I get some company with the kidnapped child. But really, I mean, it's more money lending that you're making money from than sports betting. Well, you made $100 I, from betting. And it's all part of betting. All, it's all, all part the of the same of thing. Is, Look, well, here's the final. All right, I go back. In the, uh, it's week four now. And I'm like, all right, where's my $1,200? This whole time, he hasn't put any money on any of the other NFL games? Oh, I'm sure he did. Just not with <laughs> he, you. I don't think he, he was still going through to, me. But he keeps uh, paying it to yeah. him I to highly try and doubt. get his daughter Look, back. At this point, my customer service is not great. I'm not going to get a good comment card out of this guy. All right? So $1,200. He's like, well, you know what? I sold the car. I got $800. I said, not enough. Shoot him in the head. Okay. Uh, yep. I, I shoot him in the head. And you know what? So one less customer, I'm, but I got I'm, the money I'm that sorry. I could. But now, but now you have I a move. dependent. Yep. Now I've got the daughter <laughs> just, who I can sell on the black market. It's uh, great. And then just, I make my money back. Now I'm at what? Two, two, three G's. Just to walk this back really quickly. Off a $100 bet. That is remarkable. Off Vinny. a $100 no, bet. I got Jordan, a 30X return. You always do this. And you know what? It was only a month of work. I was doing other stuff during the time. No. He, and you had other I clients, think, presumably. I had other this clients. is just one. That's oh, yeah. what concerns me. He did not describe this as like an example of a workflow. He no, this is the workflow. the workflow. This is what you do. Every so, once in a while, someone pays the time, but you know what? Most of them are degenerate gamblers if they come to me. Basically, all of your customers Most of wind them. up dead with you in possession of their children. Yeah, and thankfully, the Supreme Court looked at all of this workflow and went, that sounds good. <laughs> 
This is America. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I have not actually read the decision yeah. yet, like all the way through. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that that's not in there. You know what? There might be examples of it in the dissenting opinions. There might be, po- possibly. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, Joel, you want to put a hundred bucks on the Tigers for the World Series this nope. year? Nope. No. Joel, not oh, about you. no. No. Not no. Not the Tigers. No. Well, absolutely not. Maybe. Maybe uh, in the future, if you hit hard times, you can call up uh, Vinny. Well, you know, yes. what, you, you know, what, the kneecaps. Give me. Give me. Give me. Tell me. The, give me the futures on like the Astros. Actually, Jordan. Yeah. Well, I think the Astros are a stone cold lock. Yeah, how about this? One dollar on the Astros. Yeah, I can okay, do that. Yeah, we got one dollar. Right, nope, you no, don't have to pay me now. This. You can pay me later. No, I'll come Jordan find you. I would pay but him right always now. Always have that dollar would pay on him you. Right now, because if I find you in a dark alley, ask for the money. You don't have the dollar on me. I don't let you go to your car. Jordan, you, I don't you let you go to your car, card, right? If you want, I know what, I don't even let you take out APR, your wallet. You, you know what? You I can't is. even take out your wallet if you don't I have it see. in your cold, dead hand. I, I, I don't like the way you're talking about my hand before I'm dead as cold, well, dead. It, it will be. Tell you what, he described the workflow, Jordan. And I think it I, ends with you being dead. I think I'm going to cancel the bet. I think I'm going to cancel. Oh, the bet. nobody cancels <laughs> a bet on Vinny the kneecaps. I'll be back for my dollar. You're on your own for this one, Jordan. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's wide world sports. weird sports. Wide world weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world weird sports: the 109 greatest Kentucky Derby horse names of all time. Say, this is coming a little late. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Chicken butt. No, I've still got the fever. Horse haunches. Yeah, this can't okay. wait for another year. So I'm sorry, did you say the 109? 109, yeah. So this is going to be like a 37-parter. In the 143-year history of the Kentucky Derby, nearly 2,000 horses have run for the roses. Their names have been majestic and absurd, inspirational and confusing. Majestic and, and absurd is actually one of my all-time favorite horses. It is pretty great. <laughs> and referential of the stars of the 1980s sitcoms with a fascinating power dynamic. Here are the 109 greatest Kentucky Derby horses names of all time, and they're organized by genre that was chosen by this writer. Oh, okay. So first, rappers. 1930, Uncle Luther. 1958, Warren G. Probably named after Warren G. Harding. Yeah. Not Nate Dogg and Warren G. Even in 1958, why would anyone name anything after Warren G. Harding? That's fair. Uh, Hippies. Uh, four and twenty, nineteen sixty-one. Okay, that sounds like something Joel would say. Cause he's both a pothead and a four and twenty. <laughs> that kind of person. <laughs> That's a very Joel. Uh, groovy, nineteen eighty-six. Okay. Native dancer, nineteen fifty-three. Orb, two thousand thirteen. Oh, orb. Yeah. He's oh, been on the podcast. That doesn't feel hippie. Friend that feels like that's like a Conan making fun of uh, people who play D and D. Yeah, Ooh, the, orb. Orb. the magic yeah. orb. But you also like like uh, you know it can be like a hippy dippy new sure. Uh, Gaze into my orb. I'm gonna I'm gonna burn through these a little faster because I'm going too slow. There's uh, Sky Guy, Wool Sandals, Double J. Festival King. Who named a horse Wool Sandals? I don't know. It sounds it was 1907. Back then, that's probably like a comfortable thing. <laughs> no, I mean, a sandal is all about. We're not marketing being wool hot. sandals. It's right. the latest in sandal technology. Yeah. We've got a horse. We're going to name them Wool Sandals. Yeah, make sure to go to see a moving picture show with your wool sandals. 
They didn't have audio yet. Uh, Sun Fair Play. What? That's fun. Sun Fair Play. Is it S O N or S U N? S U N. 1935. Uh, here's a group called Anti McDonald's. There's two of them. 1935. Whopper. I thought anti-McDonald's was going to be the name of the horse. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah well, New one. York around the turn of yeah. the century at yeah. the time. Some, was... some Burger King board member. <laughs> uh, here's, uh, in 1932, there was one called Burgoo King. <laughs> Not Burger King, Burgoo King. That's probably some sort of racial slur. That's got to be, yeah. Uh, here's a group called Adjectives. There's Agile, Baffling, Careful, and Vagrant. Vagrant. I guess it can be an adjective. Yeah, 1876. I'm, there was a horse named Vagrant. I've almost never heard it used as an adjective, so I'm really confused as to why he chose to classify it that way. Yeah. Here's a group of one under persistent, perhaps too persistent, sideline reporters is Jim Gray. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we named a horse Jim Gray. It was 1886. So That's hilarious. It was probably named yeah. after an uncle. Or That's something. my all-time favorite horse name. That's yeah, pretty great. Uh, and then this category is another one with only one. Jim Gray's most famous game, Palace Malice, in 2013. What? Who's, 2013. Palace Malice. Is that Malice. an actual Jim Gray? Yeah. Who's he's, Jim Gray? He's a broadcaster. He was announcing the Malice at the Palace. Oh, that Jim Gray. Yeah, Jim Gray's a, like a basketball announcer. Oh, yeah. but the 1880s horse is probably not named after that's him. What I, yeah, that's what no. I was... I tried to run you through that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1980s rock. This is a group. We've got Tommy Lee, Michelangelo, uh, Cherry Pie, and Pistols and Roses. Pistols and Roses. Which actually was a horse from 1992, so Guns and Roses was it already must a thing. have been a Guns That was yeah, referential. Uh, greatest movie ever, minus Goodfellas. There's two of them. Die Hard and Black Panther. Oh. Yeah. Uh, game show hosts. A little early to be calling Black Panther the greatest movie ever. I don't but. know. This group is called Game Show Hosts. There's six of them. Guy Fortune, Shecky Green, Silky Sullivan, Rock Wood Boy, Jay Fox, and Broadway Jones. Wasn't Shecky Green like a famous mobster? I have no idea. Like the guy who who set up the casinos for the mob in Vegas? That's Mo Green, right? Well, and that's only in Godfather. Wasn't it? But I mean, I think Mo Green is based on Checky Green. Yeah. Most of the people in the Godfather are like almost exactly a real person. I don't know about almost exactly. Yeah, almost exactly. That feels like a bit of a stretch. As in a lot of them, like there's someone that they're very clearly like based on. And Mo, Mo Green is one of them where it's like there was a, a Mo Green in real life. Here's a group called Songs Probably Performed at VH1's Diva Live. We've got Foolish Pleasure, Mr. Frisky, and Regret. That <laughs> makes sense. I really like Mr. Frisky and Foolish Pleasure. This is my favorite group. outstanding names. This group is called Unnecessary Sequels, and there's a lot of them, so we're going to go fast. So we're just going to keep going. Boom, you ready? Boom, okay. Boom. Macbeth 2. One. Any Given Saturday. Boom. Old Rosebud. Heyo. Quasimodo. Bingo. Kojak. Kojak what? Harry Gilmore? <laughs> sure luck. Sure hey. Sea Trek. Sea what? 40 something. 50 something. West by West. West by West East. Rumbo. <laughs> Lawyer Ron. Social Outcast. Flashy Bull. And Top Avenger. 
I'm going to open a beach resort in Vietnam and our premium drink is going to be called the Rumbo. The greatest rap mashup in history is 1883's Drake Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. That sounds like a fake laugh, Jordan. Just throw it out. I, yeah. I, uh-huh. I, it took me a second to get there. Yeah. That guy who hates fantasy football name, Aesop's Foibles, <laughs> Bold Chapeau, General A-Rod, Clever Trevor, Carpe Diem, Deputy Warlock, Comma at the Top, and Frack Daddy. <laughs> when was Frack Daddy from? 2013. That must have been some oil executive. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a group of doctors. There's Dr. Barkley, Dr. Miller, Dr. Catlett, and Dr. Shepard. And presumably of all of these horses rather miraculously completed their PhDs while competing as athletes. I'll yeah, have you know, it. two of those were medical doctors, Joel. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Well, here's doctor from I a third grade. I suppose you want to respect the medical doctors. <laughs> sure. I think we all know the PhDs are the real doctors. That's true. Doctor from a third-rate superhero film is Dr. Devious. And doctor who's definitely not a doctor is Dr. Bobby A. I don't get that. Uh, triumphant names of horses who did terribly. The winner, Triple Crown, Gold Mine, His Excellency, Dominant, Billionaire, Marine Victory, Best Person, Golden Derby, Oscar nominated, and Masterpiece. All lost. Wow. Yep. The one horse missing from that list is, what do you mean, Jinx? Yeah. Not a winner in the bunch. Uh, Moving up the line of succession is Fonzo, Earl of Beaconsfield, Prince Fonzo, His Lordship, and His Eminence. I think I want to go by the Earl of Beaconsfield Yeah, <laughs> from here on out. This is a one-horse group called Lionel Richie Songs. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did this article come out? Uh, 2018. Oh, so props yeah. there to not go with Adele. Yeah. Uh, Friends of Your Dad is this group. George Smith, Bob Murphy, Dr. Bierman, Phil Dwyer, Marty Finn, and Dick <laughs> O'Hara. I like all of these more than Jim Gray now. That's fair. <laughs> oh, I like I like Dad's friends. I really like that one. What is, Phil Dwyer is like the name of a character. Maybe in a when what what year was Phil Dwyer? Eighteen ninety three. So it's probably not referring. Probably, no. Maybe yeah. it's a literary character. Yeah. Uh, this maybe, is the, maybe the character I'm thinking of is named after the horse. This is a group called Timely, Impeachment, Millennium Wind, Saigon Warrior, Peace Rules, and Viva America. Millennium Wind. That's a solid name That's for a horse. Great. That's pretty yeah. great. 2001, Millennium Win. Uh, the longest names and most frivolous punctuators in Derby history. These are all one word with no capitalizations. So I guess you set yourself up for the headline of Millennium Lost if you don't take it. Sure. Uh, so here they are, all one word, no spaces, no capitalization. Sudden breaking news. <laughs> I'm a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All one word. The shortest names in Derby history are War, Dit, Zev, and Zal. If naming of yachts and horses is all the proof you need that people with money have no fucking sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, Awesome names of average horses. Danza. Mm. Faultless Ensign. Bourbon. Afternoon Delights. And Mucho Macho Man. (laughs) <laughs> 2011 Bourbon's pretty good if yeah. you're if you're like a premium bourbon company in kentucky wouldn't you just 
get some horse and name him Bourbon every single year. Oh, yeah. Drink it down. Drink I would call down. him Drunky, though. Give him a different <laughs> name. Yeah. And our last five are awesome names of tremendous machines. And you know these. Secretariat, American Pharaoh, Seattle Slough, Sunday Silence, and War Admiral. God, War Admiral. Famous. Fucking great. Ah, and that brings it into another wide world of weird sports. Oh, that horse name is so great. I want it to be mine. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings a close on the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back Vinny the Kneecaps. Vinny, are you there? Hey, Vinny. I'm here. Don't worry about it. Uh, hey, here I am. Could you come in and uh, give our yeah, contact Yeah, of course I'll give the contact information. All right. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, you can place a bet with me, but make sure to leave your address. I don't want to have to track you down. Listeners, all right. Listeners, please do track not it down, place right? any bets with this Yeah, you man. can send money via Twitter now. It's real easy. And if you don't send that money. You better look out. Or you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. So, you know, I'm thinking of advertising my business on there now that it's totally legit. Yeah, I'm going to advertise my business and anybody who doesn't give me money, you know what happens. Goodbye, daughter. Hello, kneecaps for me. I'll keep them. Or you can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. At soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. You can go listen to old episodes. Why are you listening to old episodes? Listen to Vinny and the Kneecaps. Hey, make sure to use my service. Thank you, Vinny. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. Let me ask you something. Sure. Why isn't there a peace admiral? Bye, Bye Joel. Joel. <laughs> <laughs>